The Free Vision app is where you'll find a growing range of on-demand audio and video to help you look to God daily. Search Vision Christian Media in your app store. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. I want to share a story with you, a true story of a man who found himself drowning in the ocean and he swam against the tide so hard that it almost killed him until God whispered something in his ear. It's the thing that saved his life. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond and welcome to the program. Now, today we're going to be taking another look at your faith from a different perspective. Well, if you've been with us over the course of this week on the program, you'll know that we've been talking about letting go of the world's notions and template of success, you know, the well-famed fortune model, and grabbing onto God's template of success, becoming completely vulnerable in His hands, being prepared to live for Him, to do for Him, to breathe for Him, no matter what the cost. And that seems like such a diametrically opposed view of the world to the one that we've been talking about in this series called having faith that actually moves mountains. But actually, it's quite logical. Think about it. When in life do we need faith? When things are out of our control, when when we can't see clearly, when when our energy's failing, when we're deep in it and there's no way out. That's when we need faith. And when we're in that place, we have two choices. We can say, you know what faith is about? It's about me exercising my faith. After all, God helps those who help themselves. And so we struggle and pedal and thrash around And it just about kills us. And we still don't succeed and it completely devastates us that we can't get out of this place. Or it's taking a look around and thinking to ourselves, you know, I don't know how or why or what anymore, but God does. And I'm going to put myself in his hands. I'm going to trust in him. I'm going to believe in him. See how vulnerability and faith go hand in hand. I'm going to share with you a story today, a true story, from a man called Bruce Larson in his book Wind and Fire. Have a listen. This is what he writes. A few years ago, I almost drowned in a storm at sea in the Gulf of Mexico when I found myself swimming far from shore, having tried to reach my drifting boat. I got into that predicament through my own stupidity, something not unusual at all. I can remember saying, well, this is it. The waves were seven or eight feet high and the sky was dark with gale force winds and lightning and I was drifting out to sea when the word of the Lord came to me and saved my life. What I thought he said to me was, I'm here, Larson, and you're not coming home as soon as you think. Can you tread water? See, somehow that had never occurred to me. Had I continued my frantic effort to swim back to shore, I would have exhausted my strength and gone down. In all sorts of situations, we can make matters worse by our frantic efforts to save ourselves when God is trying to tell us, stand still. We've gotten ourselves into a hopeless situation, and the more we do, the worse it gets. And that, my friend, is the story of my life too. A friend of mine, Tim, recently read one of my books, Unlocking the Power of Prayer. And one of the things we do in that book is we kind of look at the Lord's Prayer. And the more I read that short prayer... And this is what I share in the book. The more I come to the conclusion that God is leading us into a place of total submission, total, total vulnerability to him. And my new friend Tim and I were sitting at a coffee shop talking as we increasingly were in the habit of doing. And he said to me, you know, Bernie, I I really love what you do. I, I think it's great. 
But I can't agree with you on this whole thing about vulnerability and submission. I believe God made me the way I am, that he's pleased with me, that he expects me to get on with things and make decisions and work for him and enjoy my life. But this submission and vulnerability thing, well, it it feels like you're putting a yoke around my neck. This is why I loved him. I told him last time we had coffee that I find our times together so refreshing because he really helps me think through what I believe. Now, here's the thing. Here's my answer, and it comes from two places, from what God has to say and from my own experience. Reality is we're all yoked to something. doesn't matter how good we are, how faithful we are, how brilliant we are, how, how liberated we try to tell ourselves we are. We're all yoked to something. You understand this notion of yoking. It's like two bullocks with a yoke pulling a wagon. The bullocks are yoked to one another. There's a bar that runs between them that links back to the load, and then there's the crossbar, the yoke, that connects them to the load and to each other. So they can't go in different directions or at different speeds. They can try, but it's uncomfortable and exhausting, and it doesn't work. That's the picture that Jesus was drawing on when he said this, Come to me, all you that are weary and carrying heavy loads, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Learn from me, because I'm gentle and humble of heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. You can find that in Matthew's Gospel, chapter 11, verses 28 to 30. This notion that we're yoked to Jesus and we're pulling in the same direction as him, it's a whole bunch easier than when we're yoked to the world's plan for success or our career or our wealth. Because those things are burdens. They're the cart we're pulling behind us. It's only Jesus who gets alongside, puts his shoulder to the wheel, puts his weight into the effort, and if we learn to pull in the same direction at the same pace, and what he's saying is absolutely true. His yoke is easy, his burden is light. Come to me, all you who are weary and carrying heavy burdens, because I will give you rest. So this whole vulnerability and submission thing, it sounds as though it's making us less by doing it God's way, but actually it's making us more. It's giving us strength. And in that context, faith isn't believing I can race out in any direction I want to and ahead of Jesus and over that hill or into that. No. Faith is this. that There's a dirty, great, big mountain in front of you. And for a moment you stop and you think to yourself, am I in the right place? Maybe you've wandered off. Maybe the answer is that you've left Jesus going down the track he wants you to go on and you've headed off to frolic over here in this field full of daisies because that's where the world's brand of faith tells you we should be. But maybe it's not. Maybe you look around and you think, no, no, I I haven't wandered off. I've been heading down this path, the one the Lord's led me down, and now, now I just believe this mountain can't get in my road. You look across the yoke and by faith believe that he is in that place with you. And you know what happens? You get this this sense of, of contentment and joy. It's overwhelming. There's a peace And you head towards this dirty, great, big mountain, believing in your heart of hearts that no mountain, don't care how big it is, don't care how daunting, don't care how scary, no mountain is going to stop me going in the direction that my Lord is leading. That's faith. That's the very faith that moves mountains. And as we let that truth have its way in our hearts, you know what I think? 
at least this is what I've experienced in my life. Letting go of those other things, the world's plan for success, the plan that's so hard and never, ever seems to have any joy about it, letting go of that plan, it's not just easy, it makes sense. I used to cling on to that other yoke so hard. Man, submission means I have to let go of my creativity, my joy, doing the things I really love. Whereas the reality is the exact opposite. Being yoked to Jesus, being vulnerable, going his way, that's exactly the place where we discover the sort of faith that is so powerful it'll astound you. The power of that faith comes from the quiet confidence on the inside in Jesus, the God who gave his life for us rather than ourselves. And the longer we walk down that road, the more the sense of godly confidence grows and the more we discover what we're actually capable of. I think it's pretty amazing. Before we go, I'd just like to remind you that if you have a prayer need, we would love to pray for you. Listen, the only sort of prayer that the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. Just let that sink in. The only sort of prayer that the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. So if you'd like us to pray with you, in fact, if you'd like our whole prayer community to pray with you, stop by online at PowerfulPrayer.org to share your prayer request. It's completely confidential. Your name won't be displayed. And in fact, while you're there, perhaps you could pray for one or two others and leave them an encouraging word as well. The Bible says that the prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. So let us pray for you and with you. And let's just see what God does, how he intervenes, how he chooses to bless you. That web address again is PowerfulPrayer.org. I'm Bernie Diamond. I'll catch you again same time Monday with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.